Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Welcome to our final episode of 2021, which is so insane to say, you guys, but it is finally here. One of my favorite episodes to produce every single year, and it is my best of dance music and EDM 2021. So today we are going to be diving into all things music. So I'm going to be playing a bunch of clips. We're going to be chatting about all of the tracks and artists and collaborations and albums that defined this year. And there's been so much. I genuinely, when I was making these lists, I had to like pull back a little bit because I, my lists were like my top 10 to 12 and I needed to like that down (laughs) otherwise this episode is going to be two hours long so if you guys are excited get ready for this grab a snack grab a drink let's hang out if you need to pause this episode and come back to it but we're going to be talking all things so I hope you discover a ton of new music today which is the best part of all of this Um, but before we go any further I wanted to wish you all a happy holiday and new year Uh, we're in that awkward week in between where you don't know if you should be productive or just sit on the couch and eat some cheese. You know what I mean? That's kind of the vibe we're in right now. So I hope you all had an amazing holiday and you're staying safe out there because I know it was a weird year and a lot of people are sick and they didn't get to have like a real real holiday celebration. So please take care of yourselves out there. Okay, so what I wanted to do first, I want to reflect a little bit on this past year and then also look ahead to 2022 and just chat about um, some changes that might be coming and things I'm looking forward to and, you know, updates to the podcast before we dive into everything. But to me, I was feeling like a little nostalgic when I was writing up this episode because it's very strange to think about like where we were a year ago and where we are now. Like a year ago, we didn't have shows or festivals but we made up for that lost time. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel very grateful that I got to go to so many shows this year and so many festivals and see my friends again and enjoy live music again. And 2020 was the year of like live streams and virtual shows and people did drive-in raves and like all this crazy stuff. But it was just really amazing to have in-person things again. And I think we might like forget that that even happened because now like we're used to them being back. But it's very weird to think about where we were a year ago today, a year ago. Yeah. Today, um, 2021 for me also was like a huge, this was a very big year of like change and discovery because I quit my nine to five job to pursue social media and content creation and coaching full time. And I think that further helped me educate myself more on the dance music industry because now I'm in it and it's my job and I get to discover so much new music so I feel like I've learned so much this past year and I hope to relay that to you guys as well through these episodes so music discovery is a big thing for me um and then as far as this podcast goes like we're on episode 139 which is fucking bananas (laughs) like that's literally insane to me that it's going to be going on three years in April and 
the fact that we're still here and I get to do this every week and it's a passion project for me um, is a big thing. So I feel very grateful that you're all here listening. And that's why things like, you know, sharing a link with a friend or writing a review or subscribing on YouTube, like they're very little things to you, but they make all the difference in the world. And it keeps this podcast going because if you didn't listen, it wouldn't be here. So Thank you guys so much for the bottom of my heart for being here. Okay, sappy part is over. Um, For 2022, you know, I have very big guests in mind. Uh, I have a lot of artists coming up. It just happened to be that way, but I got some really cool opportunities and I wanted to jump on them. So I'm really excited to share some artists on the next few episodes with you guys. And I will definitely like, please keep sending me suggestions. Let me know what you want to see if you like, you know, music recommendations if you like artists or you like you know having other content creators on like let me know what you guys think um you can always give me you know comments on these episodes or join the facebook group or the discord i have a whole channel called you know episode discussion i think so definitely you know give me feedback um i would also love to have more in-person events next year of course so whatever festivals i end up doing we will always have a family meetup um, but I'd, I'd even like to do like maybe some shows in New York together. If you guys are in the area, like maybe we can all pick a show and like all go to that and meet up together in the city. That would be so much fucking fun. So I'd love to do something like that. Um, yeah. And then as far as like the quality of the podcast goes, like I always want to continue to improve on it. We have a new backdrop. If you're watching on YouTube, I had my other like Mandela backdrop forever, but this was new. My my bridesmaids gave me this at my bridal shower and I was like, we'll switch things up a little bit. But, you know, it's my dream to have like a full blown studio at some point or a different camera angles and like all that stuff. So I will continue to try to to push the boundaries with this podcast. But that's kind of where we're at at the end of this year, looking ahead to 2022. Um I also just want to shout out the new merch line I put out. Um, thank you so much to anybody who's already supported it. I'm wearing one of the shirts today. <laughs> it says break beats, not hearts, but I'm so proud of it. Um, there's a link down below in the show notes if you guys want to pick anything up. But thank you to everybody who supported the merch line. Um, you know, definitely more to come next year. And then lastly, I think that's pretty much everything. Like I said, always places to communicate, come hang out, meet other ravers, join our community. I am more than happy to have you here. Um, And thank you so much for being a part of Rave Culture Cast this past year. We've had some really big episodes and some big guests, and it's been really cool. So with all that being said, I'm going to take a super quick break here, and then we are going to dive right into the music today. If you are listening to the audio version, you guys will be getting a lot of... um, audio samples from the songs because I believe I can get around copyright issues YouTube it's a little bit trickier but if you're listening to audio today you picked a good one so I'm gonna try to put as many samples of songs in here as possible so you can actually listen to them all right with all that being said I'll be right back in a quick second all right so I kind of want to start off Um, I'm going to breeze through this pretty quickly because I did a full video on my YouTube channel about this but I want to dive into my Spotify wrapped results because they kind of tie into my recommendations and my top picks for the year, but what the statistics say versus what I voted for myself are a little bit different. So for Spotify, I always love seeing what I get because I want to know what I binge listen to every year and what Spotify thinks they know about me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So my top songs were Make Me Feel by John Summit, Free by Vintage Culture, Fancy Inc. and Roland Clark, Ecstasy by Solardo, The Sosa Remix, only the Gods by the Disciples, um, Lee Foss and Annabelle England, and then High on You by Matroda. So 
I agree with all of those. I for sure know I binge listened to all of those and they're all tech house. So that's where my head was at <laughs> this past year. But um, I... I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by those. So Spotify did get me pretty right. Um, I did like that they did this thing called your mood or it was like your aura and it described me as euphoric and bold as my music taste, which I kind of really liked that because I would say a lot of what I listen to is pretty uplifting, but it also packs like a powerful punch. So euphoric and bold was a pretty good description. And I really, really liked that. Genres. No surprise here. Tech house, progressive house, bass house dance pop, melodic dubstep. (laughs) So all of the house, uh, those are all three of my top house subgenres. So we love that. I also really love deep house. That wasn't on here. Dance pop uh, might be surprising to you guys, but to me, I listen to a lot of like female pop singers. So like Dua Lipa, Little Mix, Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande. Like I love all those like female pop singers. So I do listen to them quite often. And then melodic dubstep, like that's going to be you know, all of my seven lines, my Elenium, um, William Black, like all of the melodic dubstep that I listened to this past year. So very happy with that. Um, and then my top artists, my top artists, according to Spotify, number one was John Summit. Number two was Gorgon City. Number three, Sophie Tucker. Number four, Medusa. And number five, Dom Dalla. Again, don't disagree there. John Summit definitely was like, you know, for sure somebody I listened to a fuck ton in 2021, but I have some thoughts on this overall list. Um, Gorgon City put out their album. We'll come back to that in a second. Sophie Tucker, I'm obsessed with them. Um, Medusa, no surprise there because Medusa was actually the first show back that I saw in May um, in Atlantic City for my friend's bachelorette party and then the first show at the Brooklyn Mirage when it opened in July was also Medusa as a headliner so I think like over the summer I was like binge listening to Medusa and then Dom Dalla like one of my favorite house artists ever he's incredible so those are my Spotify wrapped results no complaints there however if I were to pick myself which I did I have a couple things that I would pick differently so I want to start by going over my personal votes for my top artists. And I'm also going to read your submissions as well. Um, I did a couple story posts on the Rave Culture Cast Instagram. So I do want to read. Um, there weren't too, too many votes here, but I do want to read like what you guys said as well. So we're going to pull that up in a second here. But my top artists, in my opinion, I'm going to start with let's just start from number one and I'm going to play some songs here, too. So number one, I personally think Vintage Culture was my top artist of 2021. And here's why. Um, I have John Summit as number two. So I do very much agree with Spotify. Like I fucking love John Summit. I've listened to him so much. But Vintage Culture stole my heart. He was also, I believe, the top producer according to, I think that was 1001 track lists list. But he took the freaking world by storm I just think his music is incredible. Um, He's a Brazilian artist, house artist, and everything, every remix he did, every collaboration, like there was every track he put out was fire in my opinion. And I finally got to see him live at EDC Orlando and it was everything I dreamed of and more. So Vintage Culture solidified himself. I could not stop listening to him the entire year and I'm completely and utterly obsessed. So he 
like moved into my top artist spot. John Summit's number two. We kind of really, really talked about him. But again, like he's just on fire. I think he's an incredible producer. I love the tracks he puts out. He's put out some more like, you know, he's put out a ton of the ton of the club bangers, but he's also put out some like chiller stuff as well. And he's had some really good collabs too. Um, and him live is on another level. And I'm like, I just love his personality. Like his life is literally a bender. So we love John Summit. I would say my third favorite artist of the year was LPGOB. I haven't shut up about her. <laughs> I completely fell in love with her this year. And I have the Festival Insider podcast to thank for that. Um, my co-host, Michael Julian, introduced me to LP and we got to interview her. I think that was in February or March before her career like absolutely popped off. I remember MJ saying to me like this girl is going to be fucking huge and he was completely right and she could not be like a cooler person just like her soul lights on fire when she performs and she is an incredible uplifting house artist. She is a beautiful musician. She plays piano live and her songs are just so soulful and on top of that she is an activist as well. She co-founded Femme House which is an organization that helps um, women and non-binary, the entire like LGBTQ plus community. Um, Anybody who basically like isn't really seen or appreciated in the dance music industry. She helps them um, with their music engineering and she does production courses. They Femme House offers production courses and they teach, again, like women and non-binary folks how to basically become like really incredible producers and sound engineers. So I think what they're doing is amazing. Um, You know, hopefully we'll have more to come on them in the future. But I think, yeah, what Femme House is doing, what LP is doing is really, really cool. So I really, really adore her. Um, I would put my fourth top artist as Dom Dalla. I completely agree with Spotify. Like I, he just makes me feel so happy. He's my favorite artist probably to shuffle and dance to. Like I cannot get enough of his releases that he put out this year. Um, And I just like absolutely love like his music. So very big fan. I know we have a lot of house music here. Sorry, (laughs) there's not really a variety. My fifth top artist for the year is actually Artbat because Artbat crept up on me again. Like I kind of wanted to listen to some artists that weren't in my normal like circle of people. And Artbat is one of those artists that's like got a very interesting sound to them. Um, but their song Flame is going to come up in a little bit. I just really think they're such an, a, such a cool electronic act. And I think their sound is super interesting um, and it feels very fresh and modern. So I'm excited to see what Artbat does in the future. I don't I only got to see them live for like 30 minutes at EDC Vegas and it was really incredible, but I definitely want to see them again. So those are my top five artists, my honorable mentions. Um, I still have Sophie Tucker on here. I still have Medusa. I have Seven Lions, of course, because he wasn't anywhere on my Spotify but I promise, guys, he didn't go anywhere. I still love and adore him. He put out some incredible music this year. Um, I also have West End. West End, for sure, was one of those artists that um, came onto my radar this past year. And I completely, completely am obsessed with him. One of my favorite emerging artists, uh, amazing tech house artist. So really, really love him live. He's incredible. And then I also had Will Clark on here because, again, like he I've known of Will Clark, but he also is somebody that I think is like very much innovating in the house music space. And I got the pleasure to meet him at ARC 
Uh, and I, you know, he's one of the Elro artists as well. And he's played a couple shows, but I think he's put out some really, really like forward thinking house music this year. So those are, in my opinion, my top artists. Next, I want to get into top tracks and we're going to play. I'm going to play all of these like top five tracks for you guys. So my number one track, which was on my Spotify wrapped, I'm going to say Vintage Culture, Roland Clark and Fancy Inc. Their track Free for sure is my favorite track this past year. Like I won't get sick of it and I've played it a million times. It was like number one song played at EDC Vegas. Like everybody was playing this in their in their sets. But um, the drop in this is fantastic. I love the lyrics in this song. So I'll play a quick clip for you guys here. Next up, I want to say Flame by Art Bat is the next song that I completely am obsessed with. And again, this kind of came on towards the second half of the year. But there's just something about this track that I think is so interesting. And it gives me like chills and goosebumps. Like the, like the flow of this track is so interesting. And the second drop in it is like fantastic. So... I had to throw this in here because it just doesn't sound like anybody else. Um, And I really, really love it. So I'm going to play Flame by Art Bat for you guys here so you can kind of get a feel for what this song is like. Okay, the next one I would say defined 2021 for me is middle by noizu I, I don't know what it is about this song but i played it so many times again a good one to shuffle to uh i really really love noizu as an artist um one of my favorite artists to see live but there's something about this track that was so fun and just happy and energetic and it makes me want to dance and move and i loved it it's probably one of my favorite releases he's ever done so this one is middle by noizu The next one I have to point out is uh, probably one of my favorite releases from Dom Dalla this past year. I, oof, this one just like, this one's like stanky house. <laughs> like it makes me feel some type of way. But if you have not heard Pump the Breaks by Dom Dalla, you are doing yourself a disservice. It is so like filthy, nasty, like kind of base house, I guess you could say in a way. I'm not really sure what Dom Dalla is considered, but incredible. Um, The drop in this, Chef's Kiss. It's fantastic. So I'm going to play a little bit of the chorus of Pump the Breaks by Dom Dalla here. Okay, and then the last one I'm going to do to round out my top five tracks is something that came out towards the end of the year, but it's from my girl LPGOB along with Crush Club. It's called Aretha. This one is a very different tone than the other ones. This one is very like just soulful and uplifting. When she put this song out with Crush Club, I, well, one, I've heard it in her set. So I was like so excited to hear it released, but it just makes me smile. Like it just lifts my soul and makes me so happy I just love the singers that she has on her tracks and the lyrics and again she has this way of like 
blending old the old with the new like she's very into like the 1970s um so she kind of like mixes that kind of like soulful type of music with like a new modern twist and Aretha is like one of those fucking jams so I'm gonna play Aretha by LPGOB and Crush Club for you guys now all right I'm gonna give you five five more because I had too many top tracks and I want to play more music for you guys so I'm gonna give you six through ten my number six track of 2021 I'm going to go with it's hard because I kind of have these in order, but I'm going to go with Tell Me It's True by Gorgon City because this was one of my favorite albums of the year. Spoiler alert, um, Olympia. And the whole album is incredible. I love all of the tracks on it. But Tell Me It's True is one of those like really beautiful just like I don't know the melody in it is gorgeous and the very beginning like the first 10 seconds are so beautiful it just gives me chills when I hear it and it's a great way to open the album um I I love it I love Gorgon City and I really really like the song so this one is Tell Me It's True by Gorgon City Okay, this next track, if I heard this song, it would immediately take me back to 2021, like no questions asked. Um, I heard it in so many sets live, so it would just put me back in that headspace. So I had to put it in like my top of 2021 because I'll always relate it back to this year and the feeling of being back at shows, the feeling of being alive and no surprise here. It's called The Feeling by Masano, who was a new artist to me this year. Um, I'm honestly not that familiar with a lot of his other tracks, but from just this one, like popping off for him, very excited to see what else he comes out with. But I heard this first from my friend Vibe with Aid. She heard it dropped in a Lee Foss set. And then I had the chance to see him at the opening show at the Brooklyn Mirage. And he dropped the song The Feeling by Masano. And like it set the crowd off. Um, And then I believe Medusa played this at ARC Festival. And I was like, here we go again. Here's the feeling. So every time I hear it, it goes off live. But there's just something about the buildup and the drop in this that's incredible. So I'm going to play a little sample of that now so you guys can see what I'm talking about. But this is, again, called The Feeling by the artist Misano. Okay, my number eight track, I'm going to go with another John Summit track uh, because I haven't mentioned any other ones. Make Me Feel was really good. According to Spotify, that was my number one. But I actually really loved his track better than this. Um, I say I, I personally think I play it more frequently. It's in one of my like, I have a playlist called Warm Weather Feelings, which is what I put on when I'm like walking around the block, like in the spring and summer. And the birds are chirping and I just want to be like feel elated and euphoric. Better than this is just one of those like chiller house tracks that John Summit put out. And it just gives me like, again, like a warm summery feeling. It's good vibes all around. So this one is better than this by John Summit. All right, and then my final top two tracks. I had to throw out an Elenium track in here, of course, because he put out an album this year. But one of my favorite tracks that Elenium came out with is actually Sideways. 
this one grew on me. Like I definitely didn't listen to the new Elenium album as much as I did to the past two. However, Sideways is just absolutely beautiful. And again, there's just something about Elenium's lyrics and the singers that he has on his tracks that like push the songs over the edge for me. The chorus of Sideways like makes me emotional. I think it's beautifully done. And I just, I don't know. I think there's just something really, really beautiful about how this whole track came together. So my number nine track of 2021 is Sideways by Elenium. Okay, and then lastly, to round out my top 10, I wanted to pick a song. Not I wanted to, I had to. It was pretty new. I think this literally came out in November, if not December, but I think it was November. And it was just too good that it slid its fucking way (laughs) into the top 10. And this one, of course, is from Daddy Chris Lake, and it is called A Drug From God. Oof. Chris Lake can do no wrong. I mean, the man is a legend for a reason but when he dropped a drug from god like the lyrics are sexy it's a little naughty the the beat drop in this is absolutely fucking filthy it will set off a crowd like no matter what i think this is going to be one of his top bangers that he plays in any and all of his sets moving forward but a drug from god was so fucking good it had to make its way into the top tracks i'm gonna play it forever it's it's just one of those that are gonna push you over the edge so we got to play a Chris Lake song here to round out our top tracks of the year. Alrighty, you guys, I totally skipped this on the last one, but let me read your responses. Sorry, I'm going to go back. So a couple responses for your top artists of the year, because I skipped this. We got votes for Dom Dalla. I have like three to four votes here for Rez. Got a lot of Rez up in here. Grizz, Ella Stream, Dr. Fresh. Then we had Medusa, Dead Mouse, Lenium, TV Boo, John Summit, Diplo, John Speaker, and Mr. Melty. Agree with all of those. Okay, and then your top tracks. We had Do It To It by A Craze. Okay, that that one, honestly, like it probably should have been in my top tracks because it is really fire, but it's just been everywhere and it's been played so much at this point. So I feel like it's <laughs> it's on the border of like played too much, but I will give it its respects. He fucking crushed it with that. And I'm very excited to see more of what he does. So I agree. Do It To It very much defined 2021 for me. Summer Dies by Dead Mouse. Thank you. That was from CSS, CSS Scrat. C.S. Scrat. <laughs> I'm not really sure how to pronounce your name, but Summer Dies is a fucking fire track by Dead Mouse. I think that's with Lights. I actually did play that a lot, so that's a good one. Pantheon, the, Oly- the Ophelia mega collab. We're going to talk about that in a second. Yes, great vote. Remember by Becky Hill and David Guetta. Vibe Check by Grizz. Yes, and Returning to You. Amazing. That was Seven Lions and Andrew Bayer. So... Great votes, you guys. I agree with a lot of those. Um, now I want to dive into, while we're talking about Pantheon, let's let's just continue down this train. So I want to talk about top collaborations of 2021. And I really, really like doing this category because there's so many artists who 
come together with other artists and they make even more magic than they do on their own. And there were some really good ones this year. And I always have to like dig back through my liked songs on Spotify to like find my favorites. But I also like try to write notes throughout the year, too. So I want to play all these tracks for you guys as well. So I actually did have as my number one collab the Pantheon Ophelia mega collab because it's too good not to. And it combines everything I love, like all of the melodic dubstep with all of the side trance. And it's like there it's seven lions, Wooly, Trifecta, Jason Ross, Demibo, Kill the Noise and Blast Toys all on this track. Um, and the drop in this is ridiculous. So I'm very, very sad. I did not get to go on the Pantheon tour. I was going to go in the city, but the COVID cases are too high right now. So I ended up backing out about backing out of it. But it's incredible. So we're going to play a quick clip here of Pantheon, the Ophelia Mega Collab. All right. The next one I need to mention to you guys, you need to listen to the song. Stop what you're doing and listen to this song. So coming back to my favorite artist of the year, Vintage Culture, he had a couple collaborations that were incredible, but one of my absolute favorites was his collaboration with Sonny Federa, another one of my favorite house artists. And this one is called Last Thought. I have no words. I'm speechless. <laughs> I literally have nothing to say. It's so fucking fire, this song. Like I, this is a gym song. I put it on when I'm working out. I do a little shuffle session to it. It's so good to dance to. Um, but it's just a really sexy house song and it's really fire. And you guys need to add it to your playlist. So here we go. This is Last Thought from Vintage Culture and Sunny Federa. All right, up next, what did I have? So this is another John Summit song, and this is actually a couple of my favorite artists of the year. John Summit and Sophie Tucker came together and had one of the best collaborations, in my opinion, called Sun Came Up. Um, it was a really nice combination of the both of them. Like we've got Sophie Tucker over here playing their instruments, singing on the track, and then John Summit adding his flair of house music. Um, but it's a really beautiful track. It was very like vibey, perfect for summertime. Um I just really liked it. It was a little bit more chill than I thought it was going to be. Like, it's not like a super fast paced club banger, but it beautifully reflects both artists. So big fan of this one. Um, this is Sun Came Up by John Summit and Sophie Tucker. Okay, the next collaboration, I've got seven here, guys. The next one I want to point out, um, I feel like, I didn't really see people talking about this a lot. Maybe I, I don't know, maybe I missed it, but I've listened to this so much and I, it, people need to know about it if you don't. So this one was from Camel Fat and Rebuke. I believe that's how you say his name. Really, really cool artist that I'm super into this year. But yeah, Camel Fat and Rebuke came together and they put out a track called The Future. The drop in this is incredible like it's it's an interesting mix because you've got camel fat over here who does like more of the tech house kind of vibes and rebuke who is house but he can also do really good techno as well um and this is one of those like gives me club warehouse vibes like i want to hear this at two in the morning when i'm like feeling really really good late at night like in the club 
drop the future on me and my mind will be melted. So you guys need to hear this song. This is The Future by Camel Fat and Rebuke. Okay, switching directions a little bit. I wanted to point out um, a really incredible collaboration that came out earlier in the year because I remember writing this down a while ago, but this one was from Jason Ross and Blank. Um, Love both artists individually, both Ophelia fam. Um, You know, Jason Ross does does a little bit more of trance and then Blank is a really interesting artist that I respect a lot um, who can do like some of the melodic dubstep and he's done some like more drum and bass style tracks but they put out a track together called one more day that was a beautiful blend of both of them and it did give me like the seven lions vibes that i love so it is a little bit melodic but the the drop in this um gives me that like you know more bass dubstep kind of vibe so one more day by jason ross and blank for sure one of my top collaborations of the year Okay, last two I want to mention. Um, This one was a big favorite. It was in my top songs of 2021 for sure. This one was from Claude Von Stroke, our Dirty Bird Records dad and Dirty Bird Records staple artist Nala. She's an incredible emerging artist. Um, They put out a, a song called Everything is Burning incredible it's like that dirty bird flair to it like it's a fun unique uh house track that's like a a little interesting and weird but i love it and i listen to this like on repeat over and over and over again i think it's really really good um and i'm excited to see nala collaborating with with you know the head of dirty bird claude von stroke so very big fan of everything is burning i think you guys will like this one a lot All right. And then my last collaboration of the year, I had to call out Seven Lions because he put out some really, really amazing music this year. And one of my absolute favorites that he did was with uh, Wooly and a Midi, and it was called Shadows. This one also grew on me. Um, I feel like when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, it's okay. And then I just like absolutely love it. And then when you hear it live, it also has like a different energy to it. So Shadows, I love the lyrics in this song. I think it's really beautifully done. But the drop gives you that like big like big theatrical kind of like energy that melodic dubstep can bring just like when I hear the chorus of shadows it just gives me like makes me feel some type of way and I really really love it so I'm very very big fan of the collaboration between the three of them this is shadows All right, guys, let me read your top collaborations of the year because I'm very curious to see what you guys said as well. So you had Rez and Death Pact, Chemical Bond. That one was fire as well. Two people said that, actually. Chemical Bond by Rez and Death Pact. I feel like we've got to play that since two people picked it. So let's play Rez and Death Pact, Chemical Bond. Okay, and the next one, Troy Boy and Diplo After Hours. I think that's an older song, right? I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. But Troy Boy is actually somebody who I don't talk about enough and I freaking 
love Troy Boy. So if you guys want like all of the, uh, he still does a little bit more like trap feels. Um, and then the last one that you guys recommended was Elenium and Tori Kelly, which was Blame Myself. That was off the new album, Fallen Numbers. Really, really beautiful track. Like the lyrics are very heavy and it's very emotional, but it's a very beautiful track. So I do want to play that one for you because that kind of hits on a different note than everything we've been talking about today. But this is Blame Myself from Elenium and Tori Kelly. All right, guys, we are pretty much almost done, but we've got a couple more categories to go over. So I'm going to take a super quick break here and then I will I will be back and we're going to talk top albums of 2021 when I come back. All right, guys, while I have you here, I quickly want to shout out one of my favorite party drinks which is beatbox beverages you guys already know you might have seen beatbox beverages at some of the edcs this year they're going to be at a ton more festivals next year but if you guys don't know about it already i'm here to educate you beatbox is a party drink it's a party pouch it's a wine-based beverage that is 11.1 percent alcohol in one pouch Uh, There's absolutely no carbonation, so you will not feel bloated. You will not have all those bubbles that you get in a seltzer, so it tastes freaking delicious. Uh, There are six incredible flavors. I'm a big fan of Blue Raz. I love Pink Lemonade. The Peach Punch is really fucking good, too. They're really good to mix in other things as well. Uh, And one of the best parts is it's a resealable bottle, so unlike other bottles and cans where you take the top off or you have to um, open it and you can spill it you can reseal with a cap which is beautiful so during festivals it was the best thing ever because I could reseal my beatbox and throw it in my bag and drink it later and again you get a lot in your drink I believe it's 16 fluid ounces and it's 11.1 percent alcohol so one of them will get you drunk very very drunk (laughs) you need to drink responsibly so huge shout out to them. If you guys don't have one in a store near you, near you which I definitely would go check, um, you can head over to beatboxbeverages.com and you can use the code discount code Emma and that will save you guys money off your order. So it will make it more affordable for you. I highly recommend trying all the flavors. There's a mixed pack if you want. They also have a zero sugar version available as well, which I really, really like too. So that's a little less calories um, zero sugar and it's only six percent which is still really high like the average seltzer is like five percent so it's six percent alcohol so if you want like a more casual drink that's a little less cal- calories that won't get you like as hammered <laughs> the zero sugar version is a really good option again beatboxbeverages.com use code emma to save you some money All right, you guys, the next category I want to talk about is my favorite albums of the year, which again, we had a lot of really good ones this year, but some of my top albums, I already touched on my number one. It's no secret here. Gorgon City put out hands down my favorite album of the year. Uh, Again, I just think it really represents them very well as artists and producers, and it's every track is good I listened to it from beginning to end it's called Olympia highly highly recommend checking out again um, I already said tell me it's true was one of my favorites body language is so fucking good oxygen is another really good one Um, but I I recommend listening to the whole thing through if you guys like house music I think there's something for everybody on this album so that one personally stole my heart 
I already touched on it, so I'll quickly go again. Fallen Embers from Millennium, his third album, was really, really beautiful. Again, I perf- I love his uh, first album and second album a lot, but this one, Sideways, was really beautiful. Blame Myself, we already talked about. Nightlight, I really, really like that one as well. Um, what else do I like? Hearts on Fire with Dabin was a good one, but there was something that I felt... Like lyrically was definitely like a little bit heavier. There's very emotional songs on this album, but you can kind of see like the evolution of him like as an artist as well with all the albums he puts out. Um, And I didn't get to see this album live yet, which really upsets me because I think he was supposed to play at Imagine Music Festival and that didn't happen. So I'm a little bummed I didn't get to see it live yet, but hopefully um soon in the future i'll get to hear these songs live but i'm gonna i'm gonna put elenium as number two because i'm a millennial and i freaking love him uh my third album that i want to recommend if you guys didn't check it out is zoo's album that came out this year called dreamland i just think zoo is an incredibly innovative interesting artist and i love that his live performances like are live performances he sings he plays instruments it's a whole freaking thing really cool uh he has a very like sexy way about him (laughs) like I don't know how else to describe it but I feel like his songs just like put you in the mood like they're really really good songs so I really liked only Zoo and Tanache fire that one was really fucking good um lost it was really good and I forget what month did this come out this I feel like this was towards the beginning part of the year but I didn't see that on a lot of people's recaps and I was like Zoo put out an album this year and it was fucking fire um so I had to recommend that one another album that came out I want to say maybe in the first half of the year but I listened to this a lot and they were like sort of newer to me I'd heard of them but 2021 I really really listened to them a lot it was Eli and Fur, uh, who are a deep house artists they're a DJ duo they both are incredible women um it was called found in the wild so I listened to their song come back around so many fucking times I cannot even talk about it come back around I listened to wild skies and what was the other one carbon I listened to a lot but if you like deep house a little bit more chill fingers up thumbs up you need to listen to that and highly recommend listening to come back around so Eli and fur was my number that was number four right album of the year I'm gonna throw up Rufus to soul because how can we talk about albums and not fucking talk about Rufus to soul's new album surrender when you don't even know where to start like I was just very very impressed with this whole album alive is one of those songs that also grew on me there's just something really really beautiful about their tracks and I cannot wait to see them live one day but Alive was really really beautiful um I liked See You Again Next to Me was another good one um I've liked all the remixes I've heard of Alive as well I have to say Uh, I know Vintage Culture has one I believe and then Cassian's done some Rufus the Soul remixes but hands down I'm gonna think of 2021 when I think about that album and then my honorable mention and I'm just throwing it on here I honestly haven't listened to it too much but I respect him so much as an artist and I know how big of a deal this was to fans but I have to put Nurture which is uh, Porter Robinson's new album that came out this year Um, I think Mirror is a really really beautiful song and again although I don't listen to this too too much I do think it's a really interesting album and I think that his artistry is very cool so I just wanted to shout out Porter Robinson as well as my honorable mention for my top albums of the year so let's go to your lists music albums let's see 
You guys said Elenium Fallen Embers, Rainbow Brain, Grizz. We got a lot of Grizz fans in here. I fucking love him. I agree with that one. Happy Machine by Dylan Francis. Damn it. I forgot about Dylan. Dylan's album was very good as well. That came out for his birthday in October. And then Spiral from Rez. Yes. Yes to all four of those. Completely agree with you guys. We had some really, really good albums come out this year. So... I want to move on to my favorite labels of the year, which I love to talk about this because if you guys haven't heard of some of these labels, you know, definitely give them a follow on Instagram so you don't miss what new releases they have coming up. But for me, in my opinion, my number one favorite label of the year, hands down, goes to Insomniac Records. Not only did they have incredible stereo bloom takeovers at both EDCs, which were fucking fire, but if you are into house music, you need to be listening to Insomniac Records. Like all my favorite artists released on them this year, Vintage Culture, Volick, LP, West End, like every release they put out, I'm a really, really big fan of. So they were my number one. Um, I have to recommend Helldeep, which is Oliver Heldon's label. I feel like they're always pushing the um, boundaries and having some really cool artists. And I love every release that Oliver does. And Hilo has also come out with some really good releases, which is um, Oliver's alias. Uh, They had a bunch of remixes or they had a bunch of releases with Rainier Zonneveld. Uh, So the combination of Hilo and Rainier together, uh, if you guys are into techno, go listen to everything they put out together this year. The third label, which was newer to me this year that I want to highly recommend if you guys are into um, house and tech house is Trick, which is Patrick Topping's label. Um, Patrick Topping has had releases, Will Clark, a bunch of Will Clark's favorites. My favorites of his were on Trick, Adapter, Ewan McVicker, Eats Everything. Incredible. One of my favorite songs of the year, Tell Me Something Good by Ewan McVicker was on Trick. So highly recommend following them. Uh, I have to shout out Bite This, which is Jaws's label. I think that he, he just picks like, or whoever picks like their team, put some really interesting releases and I'm always discovering new names. I'm always finding emerging artists from Bite This and it's a really, really nice mix of like bass house and they did some drum and bass releases and some bass artists and a little bit like it's been a really interesting like alternative mix of genres. So I'm very impressed with what Bite This has put out this past year. And then my last three I'll mention, um, Ophelia, of course, like they crushed it this year with the Pantheon remix, with a Wooly EP, Midas, Abraxas, they had all their Chronicle shows, Blank, Gemintori, like they have an incredible roster of line, of, of artists on Ophelia. Um, Night Bass, of course, we have to give it up to AC Slater. They continue to be the leader in Bass House. So big fan of everything that Night Bass puts out. And then lastly, I have to shout out Tech Records, which is Noizu's label. Again, a lot of these are house labels, but that's just how I discover new music. And I really, really turn to their Instagram pages like every Friday morning when I'm putting together my new music Friday playlist I go to all of these labels pages and I see what they put out and tech has put out so much good house music this year from artists like Vanessa chapter and verse freak on LP lost focus and so many more so big big fan of all of those labels this year I think you got did you guys vote on this I don't think I had you vote on this one, but that's where we're at with that. And then my last two categories here, which I love to highlight, are my favorite new emerging artists and then my artists to watch in 2022. So these are the good ones to pay attention to because these are the people who I think are going to be like this next generation of like powerhouses. 
So for me, favorite new emerging artists, again, I do not want to discredit how much hard work these people have put in. They are just new to me. So they became on my radar this year. So my number one has to be West End because I definitely listened to him in 2020, but I became like obsessed with his music in 2021. And he's easily one of my favorite artists now. And it's like one of those things where I like can't imagine not listening to him. So favorite tech house artists like absolutely incredible releases he's put out this year big fan of all of them he's done some really good remixes and his live performances have been fire um i'm gonna put lp on here even though she was one of my favorite artists i just want to mention her as an emerging artist because she just absolutely popped off this past year and she was new to me so definitely get on the lpgob train the third emerging artist you guys should pay attention to is nostalgics uh, she is an incredible bass house artist. She is going to be on the podcast very, very soon. So spoiler alert, that's one of the artists coming on. Uh, she's incredible. She's a beautiful soul, but she is just fucking popping off right now. She's had some releases with Night Bass and a couple other incredible um uh, labels as well and she's gonna be up to big things so I really am into nostalgics uh, Kyle Kinch is another artist uh, he's a tech house artist who has released on Realm Records which is Gorgon City's label and I really really like his tracks he's super fun um, great guy so we love Kyle and then I'm gonna say William Black again not completely new but I really really enjoyed listening to him this year and I got deeper into his music so I'm excited to see you know that covers kind of like my melodic bass section of my favorite emerging artists and then lastly another artist who again um really came onto my radar this past year I want to say this was like over this summer is when I took a deep dive into Cassian but um he's a deep house artist he's got like a beautiful what's the right word to put I don't know it's very vibey very melodic I saw him open for Nora and Pure at the, the Mirage and that's when I was like woof like he is fucking incredible and I believe he's playing Forest next year so do not miss Cassian and Forest like that is gonna be a fucking vibe I'm very excited for that so those are all of my favorite new emerging artists let's go to your list here you guys had Jay Wara fucking queen she's incredible as well absolutely love her dr fresh sound rush anima elenium and john summit those were all artists that came on your radar this year all right lastly my artist to watch which i want to play some songs for you guys here as well um because i think all these artists are really incredible i'm gonna put tasha as my number one artist to watch in 2022 because she like internationally has been blowing up and i got to see her open she was on the main stage at ARC this year, um, but she is a rising house artist that's got like a really, really interesting sound, and I'm very excited to see what she does. Uh, Rebuke, another one. I've talked about him today with the Camel Fat collaboration, but he's somebody that I very quickly see growing and popping off very fast. Like I really like the sound that he's coming out with, um, and he's kind of like my more like club warehouse vibes artist when I really just want like really intense, like fun techno and tech house. Like I love all that. Um, I have a craze on here just because he had the huge um, hit do it to it. So I'm excited to see what he follows that up with. He's released some other really great tracks before that, but I am excited to see what he does in 2022 to continue the momentum. I have honey love on here and I have a couple, these next 
five. Okay, I'll just name these quickly. These are five other <laughs> artists to watch in 2022 who are all house artists. Sorry, guys, but that's what I'm into. Honey Love, have her on your radar. Black V-neck. I fucking love Black V-neck. They were newer to me this year. They had a big collaboration with Afrojack that was really, really good. So I think they're going to be up to very big things in 2022. Clooney is another house artist that I think is going to be popping off. I believe he had a release on Black Book Records, which is Chris Lake's label. Um, but he's going to be up to big things. Ben Hemsley and Mason Maynard are two other house artists that I really, really enjoy. Um, and Mason Maynard played the El Rose stage at Arc and was really, really fire. So those are all of my artists to watch in 2022 i hope you guys enjoyed all these lists let me see if i had you any more submissions from you guys i think that was pretty much it i'm gonna take a super quick break here and then we will be back to close out the episode Alrighty, you guys, thank you so much for sticking around to the end. I knew I could talk for new music for a full hour and here we are. Um, but I hope you discovered some new songs or some new artists that you can have on your radar going into the new year. And again, this is like just scratching the surface. Like it's very hard to limit it to just these artists. And I know some of you guys listen to genres outside of house. So I'm sorry I didn't do like a huge variety. But for me personally, this is what I listen to. And I've discovered there, just house is such a big genre. There's so many subgenres under it. Like there's so much to discover. And I've really been into it. So I highly recommend everybody I talked about today go show them some love and support, give them a follow, stream their music, share it with friends. Sharing music is my love language. So I love doing this shit. Um, but yeah, I'm super happy with it. Very excited to see what happens next year. I feel like a lot of the times what you see live can also like change what you're going to like as well. So once I start going to shows and festivals again, uh, I'm excited to see how that might change. But what's on the horizon for me right now, I have tickets to Electric Forest that I've been carrying over since 2019. So I will definitely be there. And then I will let you know if any other festivals pop up before then. But right now it's just Electric Forest. I may or may not be considering Ultra. I'm going to see how I feel, but maybe we'll slip Ultra in there as well. But um, again, thank you so much for listening. If you guys enjoyed this connect with us online come say hello we are at rave culture cast on instagram twitter and tiktok we have a facebook community and a discord page and again my brand new merch line is officially out so i have all kinds of t-shirts and long sleeves and hoodies and bucket hats so if you guys are into house music i have a whole collection of house music sayings and all kinds of shit like that so i think you guys will really really enjoy it so there will be a link down below in the show notes Again, you can check out Beatbox if you guys want to drink responsibly, 21 plus only. Head over to beatboxbeverages.com and use code EMMA for a discount on your drinks. Stock up for the new year. Um, and with all that being said, you guys, I'm going to put a bunch of links in the show notes if you need anything. And I think that's pretty much it. I hope you all have an incredible new year. Thank you be for being a part of the Rave Culture Cast story in 2021. Here's to many more episodes in 2022. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.